What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the 2024 Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches betting preview. I'm DB, Tour Junkies. I'm going to step aside here before we talk about the Cognizant. Um, we are going to we are going to talk about what what transpired uh, this past week in Mexico. I'm going to give it up to our boy Pat Perry. Um, I mean, I think this is a team win, but it is. It, it is. is. It is. You know. Oh snap! It's shaking. Oh, snap. Pat, shake snap. Take over. Let me just say, first off, I like that. It is. It is. Um. Oh, there, thank you, thank you, Tony. Yes, that was that was me. Uh, after uh, the win. Still you right now. If you stood up still, right now, like I don't want to stand up past this <gasps> level. Yeah, you got to hold your right back. Here. But uh, listen, Hold on, show, stand up, show that shirt again. People can get that shirt. Yeah. On on tourjunkies.com right now. That is lit. Look at that. Yeah. Look at his bicep. great shirt. Um, there's actually a color scheme for the Anaheim Ducks, which, uh, you know, um, Jake is a big fan of. But um, what? He's sponsored by him. Yeah, he's sponsored also. Um, listen, it, it was a team win between us, DB, but also it was a, a – it was a TJ Nation win. I yeah, think. you know, yeah. a lot of people tailed that that bet, and you know, there were a lot of people on on Jake Knapp last week. We weren't the only ones. Oh yeah, but win. I mean, I don't think anybody else has the special relationship that that we do, or especially that I do with Jake. Um, and so I was I was happy to see this win. I was very nervous yesterday. Um, I was almost as nervous as I get like watching a Georgia football game. I, I was all over. I mean, DB wow. was getting texts. You were getting texts from me like, oh, it's so it's not gonna happen. We're not, he's wow. not winning. You know, I was so upset about I mean, you know, that those first few holes were very shaky. As good as he looked with his irons and driver on Saturday, it was that bad on Sunday. And then as bad as his short game was on Saturday. It was fantastic on Sunday. I mean, it saved him. He had nine up and downs yesterday, um, but came through with the win. Um, Valamaki, by the way, I think is a great guy. I think he's a good personality too, to be honest. I, I like what you know what what uh, he showed out there. Just kind of you know, yeah. It was it was quite the quite the dichotomy of of final round pairing. You had like 180 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal and Jake Knapp, and then you had like bag of milk sammy valamaki walking around and then, <laughs> yeah. and then their swings are just so different and it's just like a you know uh it, it was it was different you know what i mean the, the tour couldn't stop falling all over themselves about jake being a bouncer pat did you know he was a bouncer did you know i think he, he's he a was a bouncer um which you know I, I i don't know like at some point we're gonna get a chance to talk to jake and i can't wait to ask him you know about his bouncer time uh in that nine months or whatever like plenty of people are bouncers and don't ever like really fight anybody. And the tour acted like he was damn a UFC fighter. And yeah, he like throw people splits. out every night. <laughs> yeah, like he's freaking, you know, he's freaking Sean Strickland, and he just decided to to be good at golf all of a sudden and, and take it take it back up. I don't know. They they couldn't stop themselves. And then you had Sammy, just kind of. Boom, 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 boom. Like every time he's walking down the fairway and they show his B cups bouncing, I'm like just thinking, I, I hear the tubas in my head. <laughs> yeah, he, he but did I have, like, he had that stroll to him. But by the way, for you to say that about a Georgia game, I've never. We've been sweating golfers for nine years now. I have never heard you say that about an outright. Oh, I was because we both know how we both are sweating a Georgia game. Yeah. I, I was I was quite nervous, but listen, you know, when when the broadcast DB started comparing his swing to Freddie Couples and then did a side, oh, by side I don't I can't even tell you what things happened. I mean, oh man, dude, I didn't even think about that. I didn't I was, not even think about that. I was beside myself, fell out of the couch. I you mean, swooned? Did you swoon? Did you? Uh, make I was I was swooning. I was. I mean, there was. There was things, there was feelings in my bodies that happened. I mean, it was, it was just, I, I didn't know what to do. I couldn't believe it was happening. So, um, and the, the the comparisons of the swings were, it was quite, it was quite uncanny. Yeah, both of them, ladies' men, kind of, you know, like yeah. the ladies loved mm -hmm. Freddie, still do. Um, 
Yeah, I'm fired up about it, man. And listen, I will say this about the win. We talked about talked about Jake uh, extensively on the betting show. Uh, talked about him extensively in the Discord. I did a Discord show with Kenny McAndrus uh, on Wednesday, and Jake had already been bet down to 35. And he's he had steamed right away, like since Monday morning, he steamed. And we talked about we talked about that happening on the DFS show uh, Monday night. But Kenny was like, "Dude, I, I I want this Jake Knapp guy. I want it to happen, but I just think now I've I've missed it, and I just don't want. I just don't know if I wanted it 35." And I said, Kenny, I hear you, and I and I say that I say that about guys certainly. But th- there's a different like if you're doing this for fun, which we are. This is yeah. for fun. there is a different. It, it hits different when it's a guy that you really like and you really want to pull for, and you're a fan of. It's it's like my Luke List argument from a couple years ago, and I just could not wait on Luke List to finally win. It's like, well. I like him so much, and I'm going to pull for him, and I do believe in him, and he he is steamed for a reason. Like he, you know, wh- whether it turns out that he wins or not, people believed in the talent, believed what he did at Torrey Pines, believed how the how he fit the golf course in Mexico. The field's weak, like so. So there are there are reasons behind it. But I told Kenny, I said, dude, and I said this on on his Discord. I said, but think about how bad you're going to hate yourself. If on Sunday evening he wins and you say, I didn't do it because I missed 10 points, right? Right. Like I, I couldn't get him at 45, or I or I would have done it at 40, but not at 35. Like I get that if it's a player that you you have reservation on or you just don't love or what it, you could take it or leave it if he gets it done. But for a guy you're a fan of, I think he, you know, like it it just and Kenny's was devastated. He missed that last last yesterday. (laughs) Devastated. Um, but you know, a lot of the community was on Jake Knapp. But this is another thing I wanted to say, and then I'll be done. If you're on golf Twitter, if if you're in golf Twitter betting DFS land, which obviously we are, I tell you what irritates me more than anything. And it's very subtle. And I don't I I, I'm not sure why why it irritates me unless I just think it, I think. I don't know why people do. Why do people? Why why do people shame like good players that make sense? Okay, and and a lot of people are on them, right? Like I feel like that happens, and then there are a lot of pe- a lot of other people on Twitter that f- starting on like Tuesday or Wednesday, all they can do is shame the. Jake Knapp slappies or the Jake, you know, the whoever this week slappies or the dummies or the whoever. And sometimes when you start to see that, you start to second guess yourself, you know, and and, mm-hmm. and you start to go, I don't, I don't, am, am I slappy? Like, and that's dumb. But I don't, I also don't understand why people just feel the need to, it's betting. Like we can all win together. We can all win together. It's not DFL. We can all win together. And why would you just shame people for, for for just everybody kind of seeing the same thing and like the writing on the wall and and the the guy should should win and there's reasons behind it like we're not all blindly following damn you know Cam Young <laughs> we're not all that stupid oh, but, of course not but I I don't I don't like that and I saw some of that this week I saw the Jake Jake Naps you know uh, and then and then when something like this happens you look real stupid. You look real stupid. Now, obviously, yeah. it's golf. Like, Jake Knapp could have gone out there and looked like Taylor Pendrith, which I had almost, like, 80% Taylor Pendrith in DFS. So, it was not a profitable week for me in DFS. But I don't know. I, that that just irritates me. And I saw it with Jake Knapp, and I was happy to see Jake Knapp get it across the board and a lot of the community be behind it. Yeah. You know, that's a great way to put it, too, that we can all win. That That's that that's the fun part about it. I, I don't. You know, just because so many people were on Jake Knapp doesn't make it any more or less special to get the win and, and have fun with it, win a little money, and enjoy a guy that you like seeing play win. The whole slappy thing drives me crazy. I'm like, all right, well, so so those people now, like you said, look like idiots because they were the dummies. Um, but at mm. least they got their tweets out there, you know? Yeah. About the slappies out there, <laughs> you know? Um, listen, it was fun. It was a really fun ride. We're going to have Jake Knapp on the show here, um, pretty soon. Hopefully, 
um, he doesn't make the podcast world tour before he comes on here. But uh, if you're watching on YouTube, we'd love for you to drop a comment, questions you'd love for us to ask Jake Knapp. Hit the like button, subscribe to the content if you have not already. We want to thank our friends at Swanee's. I'm rocking the Swanee's polo right here. Get a little flash of floral right here. Nice. And you can too. You can hit up some Swanee's. Go to swanee's.co. Link is in the description of the YouTube video and the podcast. Promo code TJ25 for 25% off your entire order. You can use that over and over again. Uh, we're giving out some, we gave out some Swanee's pr- uh, cash, some promo codes um, last week. It was a good time, and we'll be giving out some more. So check them out. Link in the description, swannies.co. All right, Pat. Uh, it was yet again another um, – oh, by the way, I forgot a big teaser. I forgot a big teaser. There's a there's a video coming at the end of this show. God, how could I forget this? There's a video coming at the end of this show that uh, one of us worked hard on and and embarrassed themselves for. And it's relevant to something else going on in the golf world tonight. And you're going to want to make sure you watch that. So stick with us and and catch that at the end. But before that, obviously, we're going to get to our favorite outright bets, a couple fades, and our top 26 pack. And let's start it with uh, the season-long update. Yet again, I I, I second-guess myself with Ryan Fox, and you're waffling and him not being 30-1. to He was 35, and should I allow it? Should I not? I decided to allow it because then I thought – if I, if I, if I don't allow it, any you know, trunk slams, I'm gonna be mad for second guess myself. I, I Uno reversed my brain, and that's your third miscut fade in a row, as Ryan Fox misses the cut. You know, you're not gonna give me any more putts the rest of the way, are you? <laughs> you're just gonna, you're not giving me any three footers. I have to put them all out, don't I? Not, yeah. not not anytime soon. Now, what did I don't I don't even know. I had Grio. What did he? What did I don't he think he was that great. He may have been top twenty five, but I don't think it was that. Great. He was up there at one point, and I was like, God dang it, here we go. Uh, Grio T thirty four. That's good. Like yeah. these weeks don't hurt me. They don't yeah. hurt four thousand dollars. Okay, it's not a big Doesn't deal. Hurt. I am excited. I, I got another miscut from a guy, but you know. Yeah, so Pat's at uh, about 1.7 million. Jeez, there's a three in front of him. I didn't even remember there'd be a three in front of it. Oof. Okay, so you're um you're about half of what what I am right now. So Perfect. yeah, but you know we've got a couple of elevated events coming. Major season upon us. That's where crap can really get difficult, and the names are going to be stronger. It's going to be hard to pick fades there. So uh, I believe you have the the honors on the tee, Mr. Perry, and you get to decide who you are fading first, shorter than 30 to 1 for the season-long bet. Okay. I think this one may surprise you. You know, I is he actually 30 to 1? Is he like 40 to 1? No, this is there, there's no no doubt about this one. Um I do think I'm I might be giving you a, a door opening here by by choosing this guy and letting you take someone else who I think you could also take. But I'm going to go with Cam Young. Dude, I actually thought about taking Cam Young. I, I'm going to fade Cam Young this week. I, I think that, you know, when you look at this golf course and how difficult it is, um, it, it is certainly when you're, when you're a guy like Cam, you can be a little bit shaky off the tee. He's 51st in this field in driving accuracy. The approach game hasn't been, you know, fantastic. Um, but he has pl- – I mean, he played here in 2022 and had a T-16, and he's been playing well lately. He's coming off of two straight top 20 finishes. But I, I think I'm going to go with Cam Young up here. Now, there's not a ton of choices, but uh, that's who I'm going to go with. <laughs> I actually have Cam – I had Cam Young on the short list. I agree. I think 20 to 1, 20 to 1 Cam Young is a stupid bet. It's I don't like the number bet. at all. Yeah. It's Even, almost like they just said, hey, we got to put somebody up somebody here. Somebody has to go. Yeah. Somebody has to go right here. Even if you like Cam Young, and, and listen, I, you could say I, DB's hedging right here. If he wins, I stand by the fact that 20 to 1 Cam Young in one of the wildest, least predictive golf courses. We have had on the PGA Tour. 20 to 1 Cam Young, who has not gotten it done on the PGA Tour. In all these starts, on all these courses that are so much better for him, 
20 to one is a stupid bet. It's a dumb bet. So yeah. I, I completely agree with the fade. Um, can I just say like a part of me just to be just for the content angle and just for just to be wild? A part of me kind of wants to take Rory. I know. I knew you were going to go there. A part of me just wants to take Rory. Uh, but I can't do that. Like that, that would be foolish. You know what I mean? That'd be foolish. Um, like I can't take Rory when there's like betas in, in this range, kind of like not betas, but you know, just yeah, yeah, anyway. Um, I god dang it. I I think I think I think it's gonna be Min Woo Lee again. I can't mm. I can't stop fading Min Woo Lee. And it's <sighs> paid off. It's paid off all year. Yeah. The the guy can't hit his irons. And somehow last year at this place, I, he finished, you know, he finished twenty, what he finished? Twenty twenty sixth. And I don't know how he did this, and it does concern me a little bit. He gained four, almost four and a half strokes off the tee, off the tee here last year. That's hard to do. That's quite hard to do at at PGA National. Um, I did a course, I did the full course preview breakdown show. You can check that out on uh, YouTube and wherever you listen to podcasts. About twenty five minutes, everything you need to know, nothing you don't. Reviewed some course data from our friends about the number. Opened up, shared my screen, showed the early model and some names that I thought were interesting. And when you look at the course data on bet the number, it, there's not a ton of people gaining a lot of strokes off the tee here because it's kind of a positional, like you've got to get it in the fairway. You've got to avoid hitting it in the water, making these big numbers off the tee. And then, and then there's also a lot of big numbers lurking on approach shots here because even if you get it in the fairway, you are still dealing with water on a lot of these holes. And that is concerning considering that Min Woo and his iron play continues to be absolute trash. Um, so I, I'm going to bank on, I, I'm going to bank on Min Woo continuing to, to pay off in the fade department. Uh, Tony says it's the third time I've, I've faded him. Yeah. And it's worked out every time. So, I mean, yeah, it's been a, it's been a good one. I, I thought you were going to go with Fitzy, who was my other option that I was looking at, but I actually kind of like, even though Fitzy has been, up and down this year, there's a part of me that likes him. I don't think I like him as a bet, but I'm worried about him enough to not not fade him. So yeah, I, I kind of agree. It feels like it feels like especially difficult course. You know, if the wind kicks up a good bit, like it does feel like it better suits Fitzy. Um, yeah, but I, I think both both were in consideration there. So all right, so we've talked about some of the guys we don't like up in this range. I, I'm sure even you aren't interested in betting Rory at 650 plus 650. So yeah. who do you like in this 30 to one range or less? Well, there's, there's not a whole lot to, to look at. Um, I, I think two guys to me jump out a little bit. Um, one is Russell Henley at 25 to one, obviously an excellent record here. Very good course fit. Um, you know, he, he's certainly a guy that I think can, can, um, could play well this week. Hasn't, you know, ha we haven't seen him a ton this year. He is coming off top 25 at, um, the Genesis. Um, I guess he, I, I guess he was at, um, the Pebble beach before that. And then the Sony, but, um, I do like Henley at 25 to one and DV. I, I, Tom Kim 30 to one is probably my only other option. I think, I think Tom Kim is, um, could be a really good play this week. And certainly when you, when you look at the uh, BTN model, he's checking boxes, whether it's approach around the green. Um, they've got, we, we've got an approach bucket in there from 125 to 200 yards. You got a lot, a lot of longer irons into these, some of these greens. So Tom Kim bogey avoidance is another huge one. I think that we're looking at this week. Yep. He checks the box there too. So Tom Kim and Henley would be my two favorites up here. I, I think Henley, I like Henley. I don't, for some reason I can't get past I don't know, and I guess he's probably won. Um, did he? Am I? Am I mistaken? Did he win last year? Did he win? Yeah, something? he won in the. Um, you remember I had him. He won in in uh, the Shriners, I believe. Oh no, he won Worldwide Technology in twenty twenty two. What? You, no, you did, that's you, not his last win. Russell Henley. Oh Henley, sorry. Yeah, I'm talking Damn about him. Damn it. For for some reason, I just feel like I, I just don't. I don't trust him 
closing the door very well. Uh, and and at twenty at twenty two, you know, like I like I love firing on Henley when he's like forty or fifty or seventy. You know, I I don't feel I don't like it at twenty two. Isn't um, he still? Is he? Okay, well, I was looking at twenty-five to one, but I'll still, I'll stick with it. Even that, uh, Tom Kim won the Shriners, and and I was that's, gonna that's say, who I thought you for some reason were on. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I like the Tom Kim play. He, he I did the I did the first look show in the Discord this morning, um, and you know Tom was one that I didn't like necessarily say I'm going in on, but I do I do like it. I I can't. For some reason, though, like my fingers hovered over the button, like to to fire it. Um, but I, I do trust a little bit more of Tom to to close the door and and win one. And it feels like a good event for him. It feels like a good spot for him. Um, but my favorite guy in here is Eric Cole. Like I I don't know how in the world, in what world has all of golf Twitter and golf betting, you know, nation been firing on Eric Cole for the last 12 months since he almost took down Chris Kirk here last year. And and now we're not going to fire on him at 30 to one or 28 to one. I don't care. Like we caught him in the discord this morning at 35. I think it's a, an absolute hammer. I mean, he checks, he checks plenty of boxes. I, I'm grateful for the 35 to one first look show this morning, at, but at, even at 28, I, I still, I like him. I like him as good as I like anybody in this range. I agree. I actually had him. I thought he was still at thirty-five to one, so I had him in the next range. So I can't. I can't really. It's, you got to refresh the. the I got to refresh. I guess if I had um, known that, I would have put him up here too. I, I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, the, the 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 win for him, it just seems. I'm just surprised it hasn't. It's imminent. Here yet. It has to be imminent, yeah. right? I mean, and, and you know, he could. It is. He could miss the cut here, like by four shots. That's how wild PGA National is. In fact, I want to throw this little nugget out there. I looked at the last two years' leaderboards, Pat. 44 players over the last two years have finished in the top 20, okay? Of those 44 players, 22, half, did not have a top 25 in the previous five weeks leading up. Now, that doesn't mean that they didn't have a top 25 in their previous five starts, but that means they had not played or they did play and not have a top 25 finish coming in. Half. The same number, half, did not have a top 25 in the previous five years at the Honda. So, like, recent form and course history at this place, when you add in the wind, when you add in all the water, all the big numbers that lurk, if you get a bad bounce or you have one bad swing, or you're you have an off day. When you add all that in here, there is a ton of variance. We'll probably talk about that even some more on the DFS show. Um, but something to note about Honda, if you aren't familiar, Cognizant. Excuse me. Also, yeah. do you know what Cognizant is? What what the company is or does, Pat? I feel like a drug company. I mean, I said this morning on the Discord show, it's got to be some sort of wiener medicine, right? There's got to be a a, a pecker pill. Right. Either that or it's like um if, if you're wing rain cognizant, you trying to get something or trying <laughs> to do something, take Papa Cognizant, Tom, and all of a sudden, you know, your dick's got a high IQ and it can get it done. With what you say, girl. <laughs> Perfect drop, Tony. With yeah, that was good. With cognizant. Or it's like a data company. They make you cog they make your company cognizant of things mm. that you don't know that you need to be cognizant of. Hmm. So they're spying on us. They're yeah. getting all our data mm -hmm. and sell it to, you know, some horrible dictator. Yeah. Um, anyway. All right. That's, that's enough of that. I thought all you right. were going to tell me what cognizant is. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't, I oh, don't, you know. I don't want to know actually. Nobody's saying okay. anything. Yeah. Don't, I don't want to know yet either. I mean, don't type it out. I don't want to know. By the way, as variable as this golf tournament is, the crazy thing is, and I don't, I don't know the exact, if this is true or not, but I'm just going to say it. This is probably one of the golf tournaments that we have hit the winner on the most. Yes, I'm glad you said that. We have hit the last three winners, and we've hit four of the last five winners at this place. Yeah. Now, now, also, I'm glad you bring that up, Pat, because this is the one-year anniversary of the Butterfly 
the butterfly which, effect. Which was, uh, you know, I was on a long drought mm-hmm. that extended out in from 2020 or 22 into 2023. And I decided that something needed to be done. I needed to change things up. So I drew a butterfly on my face mm-hmm. and uh, to get somehow that, that was going. I think it was a rebirth type thing. Yeah. And uh, we hit Chris Kirk as, as an outright winner. I think he was 35 to one somewhere in there. Um, I didn't have to do that this week. Thanks to Jake now. But, you know, it's, it's what I was saying a couple weeks ago, the circadian rhythm thing. You're just your circadian rhythm right around this tournament. It just pops actually ours jointly because yeah. we both had tremendous success here. I think, um, did I hit Straka the year before? I think I hit Straka. No, I hit Straka. You hit Straka. You hit Keith Mitchell. I hit Keith Mitchell. Both hit Matt Jones. Both had Matt Jones. Which and was Straka, the- Mitchell, and Jones were all three figures, over 100 to one. Yeah. Um, You know, I am... You know, it feels like I'm in a drought because I mean, I, I hit I hit a winter in the fall, but for this season, you know, I'm down. I mean, e- even with your unit allocation, you're still down. And I'm still most, down. Most golf betters are this year, considering the guys who have won. Um, so that's the only reason I'm I'm not like, you know, I because if I'd gone this long into it and I haven't had a winter yet, I'd be starting to like, you know break glass in case of emergency i gotta what am i drawing on my face this this time but i think just considering how the golf season has gone so far it's um i, I don't you know if you're out there and you're like me you haven't had a winner yet don't panic don't panic it's okay you're gonna be okay and i do feel like i have some partial i'm gonna take some partial credit for jake now i mean i've been talking about jake now just like you have yeah, I think I think you just uh, ended up in your card, not mine. It, it does not. It does not feel like a drought. I, I'll I'll attest to that for you. Oh, thank you. Uh, and a lot of it is because of the fact that it, I didn't feel like it for me either. Just the way the winners were were coming out this year. But anyway, um, all right, let's move on. Next range that uh, up to seventy five to one range is what we're looking at. Um, so you you had you had Eric Cole when he was still thirty five. He is uh, no longer. Uh, Keith Mitchell is the first click for me. He's currently at 35. We got him at 40 on FanDuel this morning in the Discord chat on uh, in the Nut Hut. So I'm grateful I got him at 40, but I would still take him at, at 35. He's trending. He needs a good needs to continue playing well, get himself in the right position for the rest of the year to get into the events he wants to get in. Obviously a past champ here, T9 in 2022. I think Keith Mitchell is uh, is a solid play up here. Uh, Stefan Jaeger is when, when, when Jaeger is at, at these kind of numbers, I'm interested now 35, he's starting to creep into the, mm, nope, I think I'll be fine to miss it territory. Um, but he was 45 this morning, got him at 45 in the discord. But I mean, even at 35, like you can't deny how well he's playing two, two third place finishes in his last three starts T 14 here last year. Um, he, he's, he's hitting it well. He, he really is, but, but he is starting to creep into that. Like, yeah, I don't know if Jaeger's going to actually win one at 35 to one. Um, those are the first couple for me. I got some more in here, but I'll, I'll let you kind of pick up. Okay. Um, well I had Mitchell too. I do like him at 35. I like Shane Lowry again this year at 35 to one. It's funny. I had Kirk and Lowry on the card last year, if I recall. So I had a good chance to hit with either one of them because Lowry was up there. Um, I think with a, a potential chance to to win, yeah, he finished T five, but um, he was he was definitely up there last year. I like him again, as well as Kirk. I, I like Kirk again this year. Um, hey. I think uh, I feel I, like a defending champ winner at the at this place is just like never going to happen because know, of all the variance. You're you're probably right, but I still think it's a good fit for Kirk, and maybe it happens um, this year. Um, but I do like Kirk. Uh, another one up here. I mean, what, what are we? I just think Pavon Machu is. Uh, I mean, he just feels like he's going to be in play every week for me. I mean, the the, the guy is he's going to check a ton of boxes for you when you're when you're pulling up your models this week. Um, whether that's par three scoring, scoring bogey avoidance, he's a fantastic putter. Third in the field in approach, obviously is is recent form is fantastic followed up that win at the farmers with a third place finish at pebble beach 
you know, on a good course fit, I do like uh, Machu this week as well. And, and I have a few others, too, well, but I'll let you chew on those. Um, and I also want to ask you about Burger, because I yeah. feel like Burger, there's a chance there for him. Yeah. Um, I So I, I, I think there is. There's a lot of names in this range. This is by far my favorite range, and so we've got to make some decisions in here. I do like Berger. Um, he was 45 this morning. He's now 35. You know, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's starting to get into the weird spot there I mean, with Berger. Seen enough. That's really my question: is have we seen enough to go ahead and pull the trigger on betting Berger, which we have not done yet? Well. Right? I, I I don't know. I don't know that you have your 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 the reason you would fire on him is because you you believe in the talent. You believe eventually we're gonna see enough and eventually he's gonna be back to Daniel Berger and you're wanting to catch him before that happens so, because his number's gonna be longer and you know he's a jupe life guy. I mean, he's gonna be, you know, shitting on his own toilet this week, which a lot of guys are. I mean, Shane Lowry, I think, lives in this area too. It's so many guys in the Palm Palm Beaches uh uh jupiter territory around here that are going to be quite comfy obviously burgers played well here that may be part of it um but i i, I think at 35 down to 30 you're starting to just kind of get a little too short for me um i i think i'm i think i'm out on pavon i, I was in the chat this morning i brought him up and uh spaz our boy spaz moderator spaz kind of talked me talked me out of him a little bit just with the you know the bermuda experience we know this is some grainy florida bermuda you know and so you got a dp world tour guy coming over and, and getting I don't, i'm sure it's not his first taste of grainy bermuda but probably doesn't he did have pretty good on that poa yeah 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 i mean i mean but poa is quite random for everyone i feel like whereas there is a skill to being able to read grainy Bermuda sure. and to yeah. be able to trust the read and then to be able to chip off of this stuff, I think, more than anything. Uh, but I, I do think he's potentially a great DFS play, and if you really buy into the talent, maybe a top five or top ten bet even could be uh, could be in the cards there for for Pavon. Uh, let's see. He is uh, he's plus 450 to top ten. Yeah. By the way, still I'm still in 50 to 1 still on the uh... – Okay. FanDuel, maybe. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I'm not, I don't have any other books pulled up right now shopping, but um, a guy who pops in my model big time. He's number six in the model. He was 60 to one this morning. He is now down to 45. Adam Svensson. Yeah. So, God, I still can't forget how miserable that RSM classic was. We were there. It was windy. It was cold. It was difficult. And Adam Svensson won that thing like it was and i think he he won it kind of handily um and not that this is going to be like cold and miserable but windy difficult you know kind of kicky in the in the deck conditions I, I don't know why i mean maybe he's a little bit like dj just real simple-minded and just doesn't care but um i think svenson is interesting but 45 he steamed a lot he was 60 60 now he's 45 if you can get a better number on him um that'd be good but i mean t9 here in 2022 T10 at Riviera. Uh, didn't play really well before that, but I mean, just kind of, I, I think harder golf courses, harder situations, harder conditions may be more his speed. And then you got Rasmus Hoygaard there, which I don't think I want to bet, but Rasmus has been playing good on the DP World Tour. He's in this range. Um, then I start to get down into the 50 range, like Alex Norin and Bo Hostler are a couple yes. names. Hostler, I'm going to keep firing on. Hostler's my new Luke list. I'm just, I'm mm. pot committed. He is improving. I think the irons are improving. He didn't have a, the best iron outing at Riv, but um, we're starting to see more peak iron spots for Bo. And I believe in the putter. Um, you know, obviously checks the box there. He's he's not making big numbers and bogeys like he used to. Checks the box there for me. So I'm going to keep firing on Bo Hostler at 50. And, and, it feel I said this this morning. I don't think he's moved because I think Norin was fifty to one this morning. Like I don't feel like Norin's going to get a bunch of steam. Gosh, but in like a just dirty, just hard nosed scramble your ass off. Like 
12 to 14 under winds, windy conditions. Like it just feels like Norin, who who has competed and come close to closing out his first PGA Tour victory in the last 12 months. It feels like this could be one where he gets it done. Man, I'm so glad you said that. I, you I need confirmation there. You needed a buddy. You need a Norin. Buddy. I, I kind of needed a, a, a Norin buddy. He's, he's one you have to take a friend with. Like a, it's almost like a yeah. race. Like you don't go into that parking lot. You don't go into the Norin parking deck without a rape whistle and probably a buddy, a flashlight, maybe a can of mace firearm. If you're in one of those kind of, you know, if you can do that um, just because it's not, it doesn't feel safe. It doesn't feel safe when you're there alone. You wouldn't want your wife walking through the Norin parking deck alone. You know what? You don't, don't yeah. let your buddy do it. It's vulnerable. So we yeah. can go together. We can both, you know, and we'll blow our weight with our, our rape whistles when he ejects on yeah. Friday. It'll be, it'll be very loud <laughs> screeching. Yeah. I didn't think we'd be talking about, whistles but listen <laughs> i'm totally norin he this is a week two again where it's sort of like a, a gut yeah you gotta have a little gut feel to it and that has seemed to work for you and i and a lot of the plays that we've had that have won um and i think norin is one of them as a matter of fact let's go ahead and say that norin is going to be on both of our cards we're, oh we're, god you're making me do that yeah no no because we're going in together on the buddy system we got the whistles we got the whistles. We could take the long way around. We could take the no, long no, no, way. No, no, no. We've got the whistles. They are they are tied around our necks. God, you're making me commit to putting him on the card. Yeah, he is going on the card. Fifty-five oh. to one is what I'm seeing him at right now. Is that what he's at? Fifty-five to one. Where? Yeah, fifty-five to one on Fanduel. Fifty-five to one. He's going on the cards. We got the, the rape, whistles. Ra the rape whistle bet of the week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean come on we don't ever do this we 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 rarely like say we're each gonna have the same player on the card like on the show i wish we i wish you were here in person if this were the player show that we're gonna do in person and we could just kind of hold hands and and do it and like post post the post the the cards together all right i'll do it What's hey, what's what's a what's a half unit on on Norin gonna gonna be? Oh no, we're going one unit. <laughs> no, I no. no. You're not gonna dictate my units. You're not gonna. You're we'll not gonna... go. We'll go a half unit. Sony <laughs> said, "Hold hands and blow each other's whistles." <laughs> the commentary that we get from Tony behind the scenes on this thing on this show every week is, uh, I wish we could have a running record of it. It would be funny to have. It would be funny to keep running records of the private chat between Tony on this on this software that we use, and then and then like look at it at the end of the year when there's no when there's no context about who he's talking about, and you're just scrolling reading it. Mm. All right, Pat, come on. I can't believe Norn is on the first, probably the first ever link arms. Nope. Other. All right, there we go. <laughs> uh, oh, wow okay anybody else and by the way i'm with you on Svensson, although he's another one kind of like norin that just <laughs> yeah that's i true. mean i feel like you need another whistle it's just the rape whistle range yeah but um who, who else should we add um i in this range there's not a whole lot else besides, i mean it's really kind of the the top end like i i you know Denny McCarthy could be he could go in the in the whistle <laughs> on the whistle train also but yeah um, I, I'm not I'm not I, I we talked about him on the first look show this morning I, I don't I'm not interested I don't believe in him yeah I don't believe I don't believe in him okay. so, um I think it's probably it for me in this range all right well uh let's move on let's talk about some bombs get to the top 20 he's got that that video is coming up you're not going to want to miss it shout out to our friends it's so bet for uh just being awesome building an amazing product an amazing betting community if you like to bet on sports any sport they've got you completely covered on so bet all of them are covered on so bet link in the description of the video or the podcast you can, you can scan the qr code as well here on the youtube uh the youtubes and um yeah, listen, you can use code TJTRIAL if you want to try your first month for free. NBA action, March Madness, they are going to be, I've heard about some content 
uh, coming out of Sobet for March Madness is going to be it's going to be madness. Okay, you're gonna you're not going to want to miss it. Um, of course, we have our exclusive golf bets that go up on Sobet every single week. The DB FanDuel round robin placement round robin goes down there. The MFK bets of the week based on DB's bet the number model go down there. Uh, broke even this week. No big deal. So you know it was kind of a struggle. Pendrith Pendrith shot me in the in the arm, in the chest, in the head, all of the above. Um, but yeah, check it out. Our friends of SoBet, great, great betting community, great handicappers, over 60 handicappers for every sport you can think of on SoBet. And we appreciate them for supporting us. All right, let's get to, uh, let's get to this next range. I, I start to lose it here. I mean, I obviously, you know, with all this variance, like we could, we could nail some, some triple digit winners. I, I just don't know that I've nailed them all down yet. I know that the first bet in here at 80 to one is, uh, CBest. And I am not usually a Cbez guy. No. But dang it, if he is not hitting his irons, fantastic. He's uh is always a pretty solid putter. Um, I'm in on Cbez at 80 to 1. I, I think he is a I think he's a cent. I I actually don't mind that. I, I'm I'm kind of surprised you went there, but but I don't mind it. Um that's all you got in this range? No, uh that's my first. Um I mean, I, I just, I'm not crazy about like Shink to me just feels like a guy at a hundred to one that he, he, he feels like he's not going to check a ton of boxes. He's not good in my model. And the form has been hit or miss. His record here has been hit or miss. But at least I feel like at a hundred to one, I get a guy who kind of does a, like everything okay. And he's got a good short game. And he's been through the fire late on a Sunday a couple times. I mean, credit to Jake Knapp here because you could see, I mean, you you were texting me about it. I didn't get to watch it because I had the, the kitchen faucet repair from hell that I had to do on Sunday, and I didn't get to watch the first, the front night. But you, you could see Jake Knapp and Sammy Valamaki. Like, you could see the pressure yeah. of closing the door on a Sunday. And poor Jake had to deal with the tour, you know, like, slobbing his knob the whole weekend about being a bouncer and being a you know a 29 year old he was a bouncer and yeah did you know that um but all the pressure that those guys had and dealing with it it was tough like had jake not built up such a lead that he would have opened the door for a lot a lot yeah. more people other than sam not just sammy valamaki he would have opened the door for a handful of guys quickly on sunday and that's the kind of stuff i'm talking about when i say like sometimes i just want to see guys go through it before we fire on him. Now, Jake had built up enough of a lead. He calmed down. He closed the door. Valamaki didn't do himself a whole lot of favors after he made that eagle on the short par four, and then it kind of, like, tailed off. But, you know, Adam Schink is a guy who is lost in a playoff. You know, he's come close to missing out on a playoff or two. And I just feel like at 100-1, to one, it, just, it just feels like a – with his mixed form, mixed history, it feels like a Honda, like a cognizant classic winner. Yeah, I I agree. As a matter of fact, a little note here, and I was going to talk about this, DB, with Adam Schink, so I'm glad you brought him up. As you know, and producer Tony knows, uh, PGA Tour radio is on my on the radio when I get in my truck way too often, way much, you know, way too much. It should not be on the radio as much as it is. And Courtney Schink, I think is her name, Adam's wife, was on the sh a show last week. And she was talking about Adam. Is this keeping up with the Shinks? What are we doing? I don't know. She just happened to come on a show. And this was a mental note that I made because she was very adamant that Adam does not necessarily like being on the West Coast to play. And he's further away from his family. And he's kind of... They travel a lot with him, I guess, because they've got a young kid. And he gets way more comfortable when he gets on the East Coast in Bermuda and Florida. And she mentioned Honda, even though it's not like he's shown the best history here. But that's something. The stroke, the strokes gained home life gets a lot better when he gets over to the East Coast. I think that's something to note with him maybe going forward. But I do like Adam Chink. And he is his... Um, I think I've seen him at 110 to one on FanDuel. I also, I mean, DB, nice. look, if we're gonna get, if we're gonna get Jake Knapp last week, why can we not get Rio Hissatunsie this week? Okay, we got to get Rio this. Hissatunsie. 
So, so I think Rio is about 90 to one on FanDuel, maybe 80 to one on DK. I like Rio. Look, I mean, he's not going to, he, the kid's just a player. So you're not going to have enough stats and history and form and whatever else to go off of. But the kid's a player. I like Rio a lot this week. Also, Hubs. I'm going to go back to the the well with Mark Hubbard. I think he's another guy that's been playing fantastic. He's at 110 to 1. You've been in absolute heat for Mark Hubbard lately. Man. Well, I mean, look at him. He's been playing well. I feel like he's kind of, I feel like he, see, he's kind of opposite Shink. Like, Hubs loves the West Coast and he comes out here and he's like, okay. And he's played a bunch. But he's I, played I think a I bunch be, here, man. Like, he's, he's I don't played know. her four years in a row and he's got some good finishes. Yeah. I might bail on Hubs at this at this point. Why why would you do such a thing? I mean, I love him. Love him to death. But um, okay. I think that's it for me in this range. Over 125 to one. You ready for that? And yes. We'll Go ahead first because my screen just I lost it for Okay. I, I mean, I love Carson Young. I, I keep talking about this kid. He's yes, like it. He he's he's the better C Young. He was 200 to one this morning on FanDuel in the Discord show. We hammered that. I'm showing 130 on DraftKings right now. I talked about him last week for the Mexico Open. I said if I'm going to get a short knocker on my, you know, on my card or, or, uh, or in the DFS lineups, it's going to be Carson Young. He finished T8. He ain't got no business finishing T8 in Mexico. But that driving accuracy, the mid irons, uh, that's going to come in quite handy here. I love Carson Young this week at a big number. If he's over 100 to one, I think you hit. I'm a big fan. And then uh, I, I'm going to drop down. This is kind of a a guy that came up briefly in the Monday morning show, but the more I've looked at it since then, the more I think I might be in. I haven't bet him in quite some time. I bet him a lot last year, but he's 180 to 1 on DraftKings right now, and I just, when I refreshed my model, I was like, how did I miss his name? He's fifth in the model, coming off a T19 in Mexico, another shorter hitter that did good in Mexico. Irons were clicking. Fellow Augusta boy, our buddy, G Sig, Siggy, 180 to one. I feel like this could be a Grayson Sig spot. And then um, I think both of us are going to agree that Andrew Novak at, at 180 or he was 220 this morning. I mean, the guy's irons are dialed at the moment. Back to back eight place finishes, Mexico and waste management. Why would you not continue to play? Andrew Novak. Um, I mean, he was 220 this morning. Like, that's a, that's insane. I wonder I'm, if he shortened from that on Fandle because that's where – yeah, he's still showing 220 on Fandle. That's just – that's too far. That's too long considering how good he's hitting it right now. Yeah. Um, so, those are a couple names. I'm sure I'll have a few more. We'll, we'll toss out in the Discord or something. But those are my favorites in this range. Yeah, so uh, – Novak for sure for me. I actually put a little note in the in the nut hut about um, my thoughts on him, but um, just because I like that number too at two twenty, um, totally agree on Carson Young. As a matter of fact, I already fired in on him, and I think I got one hundred and fifty to one. I do like Carson Young a lot, um, so I think he's he's another one in this range that you can look at. Um, that may be it. I was I was kind of those were two of my favorites. Um, for some reason, damn it, Sam Ryder keeps popping in my head. But you know, and he, he is, he's got a few. You know, he's like t in the top twenty-five of the BTN model. Um, yeah, yeah, he checks the boxes. He, yeah, I mean, he's very accurate off the tee. Um, he's been good on approach lately. His putting's just been horrendous, which is just absolutely killing him. Um, I mean, you look at the, you know. Just, just the way he's been putting lately, it's not going to get you in any, any kind of wins. But um, this feels like a pretty decent pit spot for him if he can put well. So I, I think Ryder. I'll go ahead and say Ryder, hundred and eighty to one. Very um, confident. Very, very confident. Yeah, it was a very confident play right there. Um, all right, all right. Let's get to the top twenty locks and bombs, and then we will wrap up with this insane video uh, that I hope is is any good. I don't know. Um, Decent week last week, and and salvaged thanks to your Andrew Novak bomb top twenty hitting at plus four fifty. Mm. We also had Jaeger at plus one thirty, and we had Mitchell at plus one sixty. Uh, hope hopefully you took Mitchell on Bet MGM because they pay out in full for ties. 
He was, he was still plus money. He may not have been plus 160, but he finished T19 tied with a few other guys in that top 20 market. So um, let me just say, if you are betting placements, I, I saw another horror story on on Twitter this week about, I think it was a DraftKings payout on a, on a placement. The placements are just, you're, you're going to be, you're going to get screwed and get real pissed with a placement on DraftKings and FanDuel because of their dead heat rules and the way that they apply them. So, you know, by the time when we record these shows on Monday, BetMGM is usually slower to put their placement lines out, so we don't ever have them. But you can guarantee that most of these bets that we talk about, we go and get them on MGM because it's just better. Um, I'll start with my locks. It's Eric Cole, plus 150. It's Jaeger at plus 180. I, I would guess that both of those come in 20 points so shorter on MGM but both in the plus money territory and I would take, I'll love both of them. I mean, no reason to stop on either one of those guys playing well. And uh, both of them have played well here before. So I'll go Colin Yeager plus 150 plus 180. All right. I like it. I'll go with Tom Kim at plus 150. I, I like that. Um, and then another guy we really haven't talked about or we haven't at all. Sung JM plus 175. Ooh, you're buying Sung J? I'm going to go in Sung on Sung broken. I don't know, man. How, how broken is he? What would you say? It's bad. It's been bad in 2024, I feel like. I what, what what was his top 20 number again? What did you Plus say? 175. Okay. I mean, dude, it's been pretty bad. Like, he's not hitting it well. Like, Sung Jay normally hits it. Yeah, I think Will's got to figure him out. Again, look, we've, like you've said, Plenty of times there's been crazy things on this golf course and you come to a place you've won on and have been familiar with and who knows what happens. I don't know, but I do like Sung Jay. All right. Who's your bomb? Four to one or longer. Don't I'm going take. back to Novak. Okay. Six to I one. You should. Yep. Yeah. I thought you were going to do that and I totally agree. Uh, and I'm going to go camp. Cam Young. I would never Carson Young at four to one. I think those two, dude, those two bets right there, four to one and six to one for those two guys on this. I course, love it. Considering how well they're playing feels really good. I um, would get those now. When, yeah. When you are listening to this show, yes. whether it's live right now or in the future, take it while you're listening. And if they're in the threes at MGM, take it. Um, I see our boy. I just checked the chat. Our boy Byron, Model Maniac, Bet365 also has their placement markers paying ties in full. That's great. Good. And their odds are already out. Oh, all the way up to top 40. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Shout out to our boy Vince Money March hitting the Sunday Savior ass parlay that he drops every single week. Most of the time it's on tourjunkies.com. If you can't get to the article, it'll be on his Twitter account. Got a little plus 473 leg parlay hit. That was nice to see. So um, all right. I I don't really know how to set this up all the way um, because I don't know what producer Tony has done with it. We can definitely debrief after and talk through some of the questions you might have and out some of the behind the scenes information but tonight is the match another capital one the match playing at uh they're in west palm beach right or is it or palm beach gardens or whatever right one or the other what's the courses the course the palms or something yeah it's like the palms i think it's under the lights too under the lights it's, it's the park. park it is the park That's here we right. go um it's max homa it's rory it's Rose Zhang and Lexi Thompson in West Palm Beach. But as always with these things, there are always ancillary characters running amok, running about that Capital One will shove down our throats. Some of them better than others. For example, uh, Marshawn Lynch, huge, Mar huge Marshawn Lynch guy. He was on the Thanks, last man. one. My, he he might have been a little stretch at times because I don't think Marshawn knows a lot about golf, but. Mm -hmm. um, this this event's cart commentator for for tonight's event is none other than DJ Khaled, and we all know I have well I think you should know I have strong thoughts on DJ Khaled, strong opinions on DJ Khaled. So uh, yeah, without further ado, uh, here is DB Khaled. Take it away. Life is like golf. It ain't easy, but it's beautiful. It's beautiful. All I do is win, win, win. Lots of lag here. Sweet. No
I love technology. Go ahead. Show yes, I love technology. <laughs> All that build up. All that build up. <laughs> well, um, all right. Well, Tony's going to see if he can figure it out. But in the meantime, I'll give you a little bit of. Uh, so I, I go to Goodwill and I pick up a DJ Khaled outfit and, um, and you know, it, it was, it was, it was, it was what it was. But then I, my, my 13 year old Collins came with me to film and we went to a local public course here because I, God knows, could not show my face around champions retreat looking like that and, and acting like that because why would anybody do that? But DJ Khaled makes, he does it all the time. Um, but we go to this course, and this course seriously. I mean, we went on a on a Saturday. It, it seriously two hundred rounds every Saturday. Like no break in the action, just foursome after foursome. And I'm wearing those shorts, that shirt, doing stuff, and uh, it was ridiculous. But we did have a great time, and uh, we had a lot of laughs. So, uh, all right, let's try it again. Let's see if it works again. If it doesn't work again, we'll we'll edit it and post. That's I think that's what they say. Life is like golf. It ain't easy, but it's beautiful. It's beautiful. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. Go ahead, show them what's up. Toe to head. Toe to head. Oh, God. Take your time. Go slow. Silicone. Silicone Cabretta. On oh God. Bless up. Love and light. Light and love. Did Tiger Woods play this hole? Did Tiger, what he met, what did he, what did he shoot? He, he shot a four, a birdie. Look what God did. Bring out the putter. Bring out the putter. Major key alert. Beautiful is who we will be when we shine light in our darkest crevices. Call this wedge, bless up. It's good, it's good to talk to your clubs. It's good to talk to your love. It's good to talk to your clubs. Let's see what I do here. See what I do. You gotta, you gotta think about the blessing before the blessing, or the blessing don't know to be a blessing. Let's see what I do. Go in the hole. It's beautiful. Wow. Wow. That's what my shirt's for. That's why I have this big shirt. Look what God did. Look at this bag. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this and this. This is what God did. Now, you got to keep things on you when you're playing golf. Even though golf is good, you got to make sure you have what you need. So at all times, you got to keep goodies on you. Let me show you. First of all, if the sun is bright and the brightened sun is hurting your head, you sometimes I keep that hat on me. I keep the hat on me. Swannies, you know? And then other times, life gets rough. Life gets rough. But you don't want to... You don't want it to be, you don't want to feel rough, even though life is rough. You don't, you don't want to feel rough. So I keep, I keep it smooth. I keep it smooth. Sometimes you need an extra ball marker. You got to have an extra ball marker on the green in case maybe your buddy needs one. And you say, here, buddy. And you put that on there. I took this in the last competition I was in. Me and my boy, Drake, we won that. Because you know why? Because we the best. So sometimes you got to have that. And then sometimes when, it's, when, it's, when the storms of life and the storms of golf are getting restless and you need peace, you keep that shell on you, baby. You listen to that ocean. You can hear it. You can hear it. And then sometimes, sometimes, come here, look in the back. You, you don't want the club to see you, but sometimes you just got to have a snack. So 
you know, you might have a shrimp. You could have a shrimp. And then sometimes you you just need a, you need a snack. Okay? So you got to stay. You got to make sure the substance is there. Light and love. Love and light. Golf is like life. It ain't easy, but it's beautiful. Hit this one onto the green. Oh! Life is beautiful when you shine light into the darkest crevices of your body. Life is Roblox. Don't let nobody stop you, cause we ain't stopping. Thank you, thank you God. Let's go golfing, let's golf. Right down the middle. Thank you, thank you to my new sponsor. The best golf dating site around, Bet the Number. Bless God. Bless about the number. Parer. Got a birdie putt to tie Tiger Woods. I got you, Tiger. I got you. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Paul. Hey, Caddy, is this a part three again? It's a part three. This is for Paul. For Paul. Perer. <sighs> I tell you what. That was pretty funny, DB. I have to give you a lot of credit for that. You did a good job. I mean, I've, I don't watch as many of those videos as you do, but you seem to be pretty dead on there. Um, and now I want to watch some of them, actually, because I want to see when he <laughs> when he maybe ate a shrimp or when he, when he used his glove to put sunscreen on or, <laughs> I mean, him driving a golf cart with Perrier rare whatever it was <laughs> well okay so obviously there's some creative liberties I know, in, I'm, I'm... In, in the parody but um i think his whole freaking self is a parody on, on the golf course and the para rare is uh is a he did a thing with gatorade and he did like all those things he did with gatorade hmm. except for the golf cart thing the the life is roblox is a famous one because he his friends like catch him backing up a golf cart over a curve and jacking up the cart, and then he rolls up and just delivers life is Roblox. Line. Does he really say Roblox like the yes. like the game that the, the kids game, play? not roadblocks, Roblox. <laughs> and so, like, I, I actually had lines for this thing, like, I had typed out lines. Tony helped me a lot, and like a lot of typed out lines that I had to hit my marks, you know. And Collins was helping me, he had the lines with him. and He's like, no, 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 it does, it's not that, it's this. And uh, the the shrimp and all that stuff that I pulled out of the bag, I, I don't know what he keeps in his Louis bag, but he does keep a Louis bag. <laughs> there's a video, and I can't find the video, but uh, there's a video where he literally just, there's just a shot of him showing his stuff, and then he just pans over to the seat, and there's just a big Louis bag with something in it, in the golf cart. And he doesn't say anything about it. He just pans and just shows you. And so, you know, I, I grabbed the wife's small Louis bag, Mm -hmm. And just put some random stuff in there. Uh, the full-on plate ball marker was was a <laughs> nice touch. I I was proud of myself for working in our partners in that whole thing. Like I thought I thought that was I thought that was good. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a good time. And believe it or not, there's actually more clips. That that's not even all the clips. So there was uh, there was a few little outtakes, a few moments where Collins could not stop laughing, and I couldn't stop laughing, and um, just or I would forget what I was supposed to say. It was actually a great time. And what what was fun, man, was at the uh, at the end we were riding back uh, on the cart, and Collins goes, "Dad, 
that was that was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. And I was like, well, thanks, man. Like, I, I, it was a nice little, we had fun. Like, he saw me being goofy, but he also laughed at me. And and for, you know, a 13-year-old, if you if you have one, you have one. And you have a 15-year-old, too. Like, they don't, they kind of stop laughing at you at a certain point. They don't laugh at me any, ever. <laughs> yeah, so, like, so to, to get that felt really nice. And it, and it wasn't like a, God, Dad, you're such an idiot. Like, why are you doing this? You're 40. You're an idiot. You know, I mean, I did look like an idiot, but it was nice that we kind of had that moment. It was a good time. Shout out to our friends at Bartram Trail Golf Club for uh, letting me do that. And uh, the owner there, Jason, being a cool dude. And um, that's a good spot. You guys should check it out if you're coming Masters Week. Play Bartram Trail. It's a fun little track. Bunch of par fives. I think it's like five par fives, five par threes. Yeah. A couple short par fours. A good track. But yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. And honestly, I, I I don't want to admit this, but I, and I do think DJ Khaled is ridiculous. For some reason, like getting into the character of DJ Khaled, kind of made me like move that the other direction just a little bit. Uh, you started getting a little connection there. A little you bit. Connected, you connected a little bit. Just like Lo the just love, the the love and the light came into your heart a little bit. It shined in my darkest crevices. <laughs> Um, it, it just kind of just got, it just, just kind of got me there just a, a little, like a little more of that direction. I'm just saying, that's all, that's all I'm going to say. I don't want to, it's not more than that, but, um, yeah. So look what God did. Look what, look what he did. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> that was a funny part too. When you were in there searching for golf ball. <laughs> at first I'm looking there, I was like, what is he, what is, is that DB in there? What's going on? Oh man! All right, we'll uh, we'll drop some more of those things on uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, TikTok, whatever. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but it's a good time. Thanks everybody for watching. Thanks for having a good time with us. Thanks for rocking with us. Uh, everybody, bring your weight, your rate whistles to the uh, Norn parking deck this week. All right, and let's bend over our bookies. See ya. <laughs>